It's the strong men leading Denny in the bodysuit and Hodges without a top. Behind them is Di Rosario settling into marathon pace. Montag's walk is proving rapid as backmarker Browning and his mullet set sail for home. Riding speeding tickets is McDermott and the White Tiger has been booked well over the limit as they approach the line and oh, that is close. That was the Athletics Australia Handicap and this is Athletics. Hello everyone, my name is Maddie Denny and welcome to This Is Athletics. Before we get into the first episode, I want to give you a quick insight to the podcast. This Is Athletics promises to bring you inside the tent with our stars of the sport and get to know them like you've never known them before. In today's episode, you're going to get to know more about two-time Olympic decathlete Cedric Dubler. Many of you know Cedric for his amazing athletic abilities, but also his amazing character that was put on display at the Tokyo Olympics. Despite suffering a terrible injury prior to the game, Cedric toughed out the 10 events to complete the games and play a vital support role as Ash Maloney won bronze. Without further ado, let's get into it. Cedric, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Matthew. I want to start off, everyone, if anyone doesn't know who Cedric is, um, I know who Cedric is. Great friend, but also amazing athlete, decathlete. Um... Not what you wanted at Tokyo, but something else came out of it. Yeah. What was that? Hashtag doing a doobla. Hashtag doing a doobla. Supporting a mate. Do you reckon that's um do you reckon that's as good as uh some of the other um some of the other sayings like that come doing, out? A, doing a Bradbury? Doing a Bradbury, what else we got? Uh I don't know what else there is. I don't know, it's it's a weird There's one. There's a few. It's yeah. It's just a, it's a weird thing, right? Because you, you go into a competition and you understand that there's a lot of people watching, but you never expect to get like known for your actions rather than your performance. Yeah. Like, you know, we just think that well, it's like, it's literally your personality coming out over, over yeah. everything else. Oh, yeah. that's oh, really kind of nice you to guy. say. Such a nice guy. But I, yeah, I mean, I obviously watched from my, uh, what did I watch from? I watched from my quarantine room in Darwin. So that was amazing. Mm. Super exciting. I had so much fun. Love and life. Yeah. Um, in torn hammy leading into it, you know, obviously you were having a crazy good season and everything was starting to stack on and get much more, uh, consistent in where you wanted to be. And then for that to happen, I remember that was a tough time for you. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Uh, it was 18 days before Tokyo and, you know, training was going well. And then we got up to Cairns and it just like everything started to come together and I had mm. the most incredible week of training. And then at the end of that week, went into a hurdle race Hammy went grade two tear tendon involvement as well. And yeah, we had 18 days till comp day. I was given 12 days to get back to 95% of my max velocity. Mm-hmm. And the progress at the start was so slow. Like the first seven days we were way behind where we needed to be somehow pulled it off uh, over the next few and uh, hit that 95%. But I yeah. couldn't believe how quick you did it. Yeah. It was so I remember leaving you and I was like, this, this, this guy's, guy's this guy will not this see guy, us. Well, wasn't it not wasn't gonna see you. I knew I'd see you, but I was like, this is gonna like he's gonna he's gonna be slow. Like yeah. he's gonna be trotting. And I, I actually told it was Bruce, Bruce McAvaney, McAvaney yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had a like a Zoom chat with him, and this was like just after I'd done it. And I said, Bruce, like, I'm gonna do my best to be there. I'll make it through the first event, probably. I might twinge Things the hammy yeah. and then I'll go into the long jump and that's like, that's a horrible event for it. And it might go there. So I, you know, in the back of my mind, I thought I'd make it through two events in Tokyo and I somehow made it to the finish line. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty nuts. It was pretty weird to watch. Like 
I knew what was behind it and it was just like the whole time I was just like, do not rupture, do not rupture, do not make this. I think that's Something what the commentators were saying as well. Just I, career ending. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it was one, you were dealing with that, but two to then do what you did with doing a doubler and like supporting Ash to get that bronze. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, it was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. And I think like, I don't know, the 1500 was uh, like, I would say it's a pretty normal thing to do. Like Ash and I have been training together for, for seven years and I'm glad he kicked. Yeah. Like he, he was, he, it was he, making me nervous. Yeah. He was making me nervous. I was like on that last like 350, I was like, Oh yeah. Cause I think at, at, slipping. That, at that stage in the race, I think the gap to Garrett was eight seconds yeah. and we couldn't let it get to nine. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I started screaming at Ash. Cause I, I could see Garrett like sprinting. You can't, re- you can't repeat those words. Can you? Uh, look, there were no profanities. I don't no, know. No, I don't no, know no. what everyone, I don't know what everyone's talking about. Yeah. You know, it was uh, it was just go ash go. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's what I thought. Run a bit faster. And uh, let's let's move on to kind of you know what's been happening. What's like, what's the plans? What's next? Obviously, we have World Champs Com Games. Yeah. That's an interesting one for you doing decathlon. Um, but how are things? How are things moving moving back into um, time? Yeah, still still kind of bringing the pieces together. Um, it's weird kind of the low after an Olympics and, and you kind of just reassess your goals and plan for the next four years or in our case, three years. A massive year, Commonwealth Games, World Championships, um, 10 days apart. So that's going to be very interesting to do two decaths in 10 days. Um, and yeah, just a few a few changes in, I guess, my setup and how we're running things. So that's still kind of sorting itself out. I also injured myself. Very first session back, I was warming up on the grass and then ruptured a toe flexor which is maybe you called me i was like dude what are you doing yeah well sort yourself out i got i got the call from the physio and i sat down with uh with chris and riley we were at lunch i I went back to the table and i was like oh my my toe flexor is ruptured and they're like what what do you mean how do you (laughs) do that yeah it's really weird so um we're back to jogging i did my first water running session nice i had riley come out and support me and Oh, it was, it was the first time feeling lactic in like three months probably. Oh, And, uh, I, I didn't even make it through the first set. Yeah. Went, found like a nice little patch of grass over in the back to, to, um, fertilize. Yeah. And then got back into the, the pool for the second set. I had four sets, got back into the pool for the second set. We had to modify it completely. Did the second set, threw up again. And then Riley pretty much said, we're, we're calling it there. We're going home. Yeah, let's let's leave. <laughs> yeah, so. It's uh, where you're going from like the form of your life to the most It's crazy. You life. lose it's, it so quick as well. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a fun experience going back to bad. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. just hurting. <laughs> but I, I wanted to jump into our next segment, which is called the Athlete Challenge. Now, you know, with, you know, say for example, like Stewie Max, Stewie Max 3K pace, runs 24.1K an hour. What's something that people don't know about decathlon that, you guys go through or something someone can challenge themselves to do to kind of replicate what you guys go through in an event. Ooh, I feel uh, like, I feel like decathlon's like doing, you know, it's like doing a marathon, but like with heavy lifting and like max force through your body. Yeah. It's weird. Cause we need to balance things out. So there's the, the power and the speed and the endurance and the flexibility and all that sort of stuff. So we, we probably don't have any like crazy stats like Stuart yeah. would, but, um, I, th- I think one of the big things is like when you look and you break down an international decathlete's performances, there's always 
those couple events, which if you put it like, if you put a bar at two fifteen, which is what my high jump PB is, it's, it's, it's up there. It's not as high as Starkey, but mm. it's, uh, it's still up there. What's so. your, hang on, so remind me, what are the last three events? Last event's 1500. We've also got Jav, Jav and, and Pole Vault. Pole. I reckon like try and say to people, go, go to a marathon and then come back and do pole and try and do it technically half decently and get over a bar. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's tricky. I think honestly, all of day two is like we're just running on on fumes. Yeah, you just like it's just it's just caffeine. And at the majors, I think we had like four hours sleep over in Tokyo between day one and two because it was midnight by the time we got back to the village. We're up at like we, we need to pack our bags and still have dinner and massage and all that sort of stuff, ice baths, and then yeah, we're up at like five o'clock day two to to get to the track. So. Um, yeah, doing it on, on not much sleep. I think that would be, that would be the challenge yeah. is like have a massive day, like do a, do a massive day of exercise, have four hours sleep and then go again. Yeah. No, I, there's a reason that I don't do that. And <laughs> that is mainly the reason because no sleep. Um, but caffeine is good. Caffeine's good. I, I don't mind a coffee or two. I'm more of a coffee for the taste than the actual yeah. caffeine here. It takes so many like so many cups of coffee for me to actually get like a response from it. Well, you were having a lot before Tokyo. I remember you yeah. were like testing, testing different amounts and what would work, what was well, So optimal. I ended up having like 650 mil in one of my training sessions. That was like Massive. the most I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, I would love to try The doc that. wasn't too stoked about it. Yeah. Um, but I'd done it before and like for my per body weight, it'd be like you doing like, I think it's like four cup, five cups. I don't drink coffee, so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, I, know, I know the anyway, milligrams, Moving on, it. moving on. Um, now we're going to get to off the track. And, you know, I know that you're into your photography, videography. You do watches mm. for uh, for nurses, which is incredible. I, I find that very interesting. Get How's that going? I haven't talked to you about that for a while. How's that going? Uh, it's, well, I would say it's going well, but I actually, I actually shut it down before Tokyo just to focus on being a full-time athlete. Yep. And then... Sorry, nurses, you got to shut yeah. them all down. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not available. Yeah. Um, I haven't relaunched it since Tokyo because there's just been so much stuff going on. Mm. Um, so many like athletics things to organize. Like you know, you know that space after a major where you've got like three or four weeks of attention. Yep. Because of Tokyo and the the attention on it, that that length of time was extended a little bit. So we're just trying to maximize on on the attention from Tokyo, and then I'll get back into it. But um. Yeah, nice little nice little side hustle I yeah. got going on. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else in the works? Anything that you enjoy doing other than maths? Even like Mate, I, I think I'm gonna be a professional gamer. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be honest. Actually, yes, this man loves a bit of Apex. This man does also. <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh Brisbane twenty thirty two. I don't know who's watching out there. Esports, bring come on. Bring in the esports and we'll yeah. be ready. Yeah, I think yeah. um yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back for esports. Absolutely. I mean, our reaction times will be so bad for for gaming by the time we're that age. But yeah, anyway, but hey, we have more. Is chance it sad in to be gaming than, hard than out when you're 35 <laughs> no. versus 17 year olds? No, we'll be right. No, it'll be sweet. <laughs> um, and we're going to go into a fans' voice. So this fans' voice is where we get uh, questions. Um, young athletes that want to know a little about Cedarica Dubala. And our first question is what. What is your main preparation that you do before you, your competition? Like obviously nutrition would be a big thing, but also just, you know, how do you prep for a decath, you know, that, that for the last 24 hours? 
I think nutrition is massive. Yeah. Um, that carb load for us because during our competition, we can't fuel as much because we're running around doing different events. So the day before is really important for us. And then just kind of resting, getting off our feet, making sure our legs and our body and our mind is fre- feeling really fresh and ready to go for the next day. Yeah. That was, uh, that was from Tim. Uh, from Thanks for the question, Tim. Lucy. We've got, uh, what do you think you'd be doing other than athletics? Ooh, if I wasn't doing athletics, I don't know where I would be or what I would be doing. I'm glad I'm doing athletics because I have no idea outside (laughs) of that. Um, Probably something in the media or the content creation side of things. Yeah. You're a big media man. Thanks, mate. Loves a camera in his face. (laughs) Can't get away from it. (laughs) Um, And then the next one we have from Grace. What do you think the biggest um, aspect of becoming a decath athlete is? Heptathlete. I think it is perspective. Yep. I think that helps. And being able to, well, being able to kind of step back and look at the bigger picture and understand how the pieces of the puzzle come together because decath is is constantly just adjusting little things. focusing, you know, on certain times of the year more on, on the strength side of things and then the technical side of things come in and just understanding how the puzzle works. So um, perspective really helps with that. And then I would say aggressive patience. So that's where, you know, every day you understand what the goal is and you go in and you're executing and you're, you're working your hardest, but you're very patient with that overall outcome um, because that comes that comes with time. Okay. Yeah, nice. That's a great answer. Um, and... I guess this is more, there was a couple of questions around this, but how did, how did your like athletic journey start? Did it start through little A's? Like, you know, what made you go, oh, well, was it, I was good at this. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Let's do decath. Or was it, I'm insane. I want to hurt myself all the time. So let's do decath. Honestly, I had no idea what a decathlon was till I did my first one, but, uh, I started athletics in school, did high jump at a school carnival and, and enjoyed it. So I found a little athletics club at Tawong. And that's where I was introduced to hurdles and triple jump and all those those crazy events. And then it was 2008. I watched Steve Hooker win the Beijing Olympics in the pole vault. I turned to mum and I said, mum, I want to do that. And she said, no, that's too dangerous. You're already doing enough events. Let's just let's just focus on what you're doing. And after a bit of persistence, she, uh, she found a coach for me and I started pole vault. And then when that coach had to stop coaching because of work commitments, I found Eric Brown. And he was the one that convinced me to do a decathlon. So yeah. um, taking me from not knowing what a decathlon was to two Olympics and a couple of world champs and Com Games medal and you know, all the rest that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been, um, cause you and I first met, I want to say 2011 GPS. No, probably before that. There'd I be don't some, think like, we never really 16s. met, like we, we never really met outside of that. Actually, yeah. no, we had, no. No, we 16s had seventeens um, development. Camp. Yeah, we had development camp out in yeah. um, in Canberra. Yep, good old yeah. cold mornings. Actually, yeah. I'll never forget. Remember the time we um, the pizza. Yeah, the pizza. Oh, so for everyone that's listening, so Cedric and I, we did an under seventeen development camp. This was our last year in the camp. Like we had finally, like kind of, you know, we were. We were, oh, we, we were, the we were aging out. We were aging out. Um, but I'll never forget. I wasn't able to train cause I had a stress fracture in my, um, in my foot and, and I was bulking. Yeah. And Cedric was bulking usual. and we were hungry. It was like 1230 at night or something. And it was the la- I think it was the second day, la- second last day of the camp. I said, so you feel like pizza? He's like, yeah, yeah. I 
I do feel like pizza. And uh, yeah, we proceeded to order pizza. I think it was like three others um, that we came there for. A few it. of us, yeah. Walked out to the front of the AIS camp and I think we had like five stacks of pizzas with garlic bread and like a couple of drinks and stuff like that. And uh, walking back and Sarah Mulkerns was uh, casually walking across the road as this had happened and we all legged it. We just sprinted. I'm in crutches. We just trying to hold two boxes of pizza. We just to- sprinted. Like looking back. <laughs> I deserted. I was like, I couldn't go <laughs> fast because I was in crutches. That was a good <laughs> night. I actually remember that night because we were, we were like, we were up, I think it was the last night at yeah, the camp, was, wasn't yeah, it? I think so. And we were just having like good chats and then, uh, and then the pizza just topped it off. Yeah, it was... Good pizza. I think it was deep pan. I remember deep pan uh, Hawaiian Domino's. Yeah, Domino's. Great Domino's. Um, now we're going to jump onto the home straight. Nearly finished, um, but we're going to go into ten rapid fire questions. Get a little bit of insight to uh, how Cedric Dublas brain works. All right, you ready for it? Yep. Alrighty. Sporting idol. Ashton Eaton. Okay. Favorite roommate. Riley Day. Pre-competition food. Uh, big bowl of pasta. Biggest influence? You. Nice, oh, yes, yes. Favourite country? Switzerland. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Why? Uh, well, I've nev- I'm glad. I'm glad. I've never had either, but dogs are just better. I feel like you'd be a parrot guy. They're just... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Dad actually feeds parrots in the morning, oh, so you're not course. far off there. Yes, close. <laughs> Worst injury? Uh, 15 to 20 centimetre torn hamstring. I remember that. That was ridiculous. Yes. I was like, that's my ruler. Um, hidden talent? I can ride a unicycle. Really? Mm. Actually, I remember that. You had a phase where you were riding that around training. I shook my head. I walked away. I walked the opposite <laughs> direction. Oh, I was going to join the okay. circus. That was my backup plan. Join you, the circus. You jo- yeah, nice. You never know. Hey, there's, you, there's you opportunity do enough crazy future. stuff where you might as well. The Capcom is a circus in general. Yeah, yeah, we are we are circus animals out there. Yeah, uh, great great answers, great answers. I think that was ten. That might be not ten. I think it's ten. Okay, well, let's run with ten. <laughs> right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna listen to, back, and it was yeah, only six. I think it'll probably be like three. Um, we're gonna move on to friendly fire now. Friendly fire is a story that is provided to us by a family member, coach, or friend, or training partner. Okay, I feel like this is a stitch up, but I wouldn't be surprised. Is it true that pre-session when you're doing vlogs, um, you set up the camera and make sure that your hair's perfect, shirt off, take time to look at yourself? No, not per- not not exactly. Not 20 minutes. No, no, no. It's like, it's like five. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't take my shirt off for the intro, but oh, I do okay. I do take my time setting up the camera. And then what I do sometimes is I like click record yeah. and then you walk away and then you walk back in. <laughs> so you literally it's like, like someone's just holding the camera for you. Yeah you, yeah, you walk away five meters and then you walk like walk back, walk walk back to the camera and then you start the, the vlog. Is it true you cuddle your camera at night? Yeah. Cameras. Cameras. Sorry, multiple. Yeah, yeah. Just in the bag. What about studio lighting? Do you cuddle that? Um, no, 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 that, that lights me while I sleep. Yeah, true. Okay. That gives great. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Well, that's, that's all our segments for today, Seth. Awesome. Did you enjoy? I had, I had the time Obviously, of my life. Obviously it's enjoyable with me. Absolutely. But the whole, you know, was it a good, you know, experience? It was a great experience. To start off the, uh, the I, podcast. I appreciate you having me on. No, no worries. And, uh, and you need to do more of this. Cause okay, this well, is, this is great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well noted. I will put this in my diary. Perfect. I, I had a great day with Cedric today. (laughs) 
I said thanks so much for joining us today, though. I can't wait to get you on the next one. Good luck for this season. Thank you. Um, you too. We'll definitely get some. Uh, we'll get some more interviews going over through the season and Absolutely. chat about what's going on. But awesome. good luck with it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, man. Well, there you have it, guys. The first episode of This Is Athletics Done and Dusted, a podcast that brings you inside the tent with our athletes. If you really enjoyed this episode and want to see another athlete, make sure you send Athletics Australia a message and we will get them on the show. Can't wait to bring you some more banter throughout the season. See you in the next one.